the cops on me. On a mission to be champs since they let me free. Prepare for combat, my adversaries crumble. Face it, I got a reputation for damage. Busters get ready to rumble. They lock me in a cell. Have me trapped in a living hell. Though not guilty, I'm still in jail. Brother, I serve my time like a soldier. Maintain composure. My shadow boxing the fight to the death. Busting boulders. Every boxer with a pair of gloves. Best give up love. Here's a man from the makings of a thug. A lethal weapon, my sharp. And in my heart, there's a wish to shake the bread with the flurry of my black fist. Now once a high school dropout. What's going on, good people? Happy New Year. Sorry about the break. It was the holidays. Apologies. I'm going to get into the Canelo Callum Smith thing also. But this is going to be the recap of 2020 plus the review of Garcia versus Campbell. Okay? So, first things first. Follow us on our platforms. Thank you for coming. We're going to do the fighter of the year, the fighter of the year, all of that stuff. So, first fighter of the year, you know, is Teofimo Lopez. Um, basically because he beat the best, he's the best fighter who beat the best fighter. A, a, a second comes into, um, would be Tank. Because he beat, a, um, he beat. Leo. Third would be Tyson Fury. You get what I'm saying? But definitely Tiafimo Lopez is the fighter of the year because he beat what people considered the pound for pound best at the time convincingly. You know, easy work. I know there's an injury involved in that, but we're not even going to get into that. So to me, he's got to be the fighter of the year. No way to get around it. Now, come back fighter of the year would definitely be Errol Spence. Definitely be Errol Spence. You know, came back, this, that, and the third. Had a, had a great win over Danny Garcia over the year layoff. So you got to give him, in my opinion, in my opinion he, he's the person who came back and rose from the ashes this year. So you got to salute the man for that. So, to me, great, great story as far as the comeback is concerned. Um, now, uh, we're going to get into some other things about this. Because, you know, we got we used to have a lot of categories. The fight of the year, in my opinion, is uh, Cepeda Baranchik. Is it Baranchik? Baranchik, I believe. Fight lasted maybe five rounds. Eight total knockdowns, four apiece, with what you consider the knockout of the year. Some That could be the knockout of the year. It's not going to be the knockout of the year on this show, but it could go fight of the year, round of the year, knockout of the year. Because in all honesty, that was the best fight of the year, and the round five was the best round of the year because of Knockdown, knockout. You know, it was a great fight. Um, I don't think, I mean, you couldn't really beat it. In all honesty, you couldn't really beat it. And, you know, sometimes these fights get overlooked because of they're not the biggest name. 
But look it up. Zepeda is a branching. You know, Zepeda with a Z. Great, great fight. Great, great fight. Now, round of the year is in is round five, too, for me. That round five, because the knockout kind of came out of nowhere, you know, um, reminiscent to, you remember when Sergio Mora fought Danny Jacobs? Knockdown. You know, he knocks down Sergio. He, Sergio gets up. Jacobs charges him. Bang. He gets dropped. You know, but this one was with a, with a, with a vicious knockout. Now, some people be like, what about, you know, I'm going I'm, I'm to say this next. I'm gonna, knockout of the year, <laughs> you know, for me has to be Tank versus Leo. I don't like to say that, but Tank versus Leo. Because of the opponent, you know, this was a, a great, great fight, great pay-per-view, and you, and you were looking for a great fight, and it gave you your money's worth. But because of the level of competition, I give that knockout um, more priority over Zepeda's knockout, even though that knockout was vicious. You know, you can put Berlanga on. Uh, he's even knocking out people all year, you know. Uh, I think Garcia had a knockout earlier this year. You, they got people who had knockouts. But I would give Tank the knockout of the year. You know, definitely in that. Because people, and then people are Nate Robinson, you know, not Nate, but Jake Paul could have had a knockout. Not necessarily a real, it's not necessarily counted as a real boxing match. But I definitely get it, you know. But we're talking about professionals here. So... And shout out to, to Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. You know, don't don't hang your hat on, don't don't hang your head down. You know, it's a great fight. Both of you were very much so entertaining. Um, so the next thing, you know, the, the pound for pound, who are the best fighters? The pound for pound best fighters of the year. For my money, I would say Terrence Crawford won. Canelo, two. Uh, see, this is this is where it gets... Inui, three. Teofimo, four. Tyson Fury, five. Tank, six. Uh, mm-hmm. <sighs> see, Arrow, seven, because of the comeback. You know, I... Get him in that for that. Charlo, both eight and nine. And number 10 is kind of, it's up in the air. You know, and really my number 10 could be number one, in all honesty. That would be Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> You know, he just his name isn't as hot right now. That's all. Because still, in my opinion, he's the best fighter on the planet. As long as he's fighting, he's the best fighter on the planet. Just uh, for for the record, you know, biggest fighter, best fighter. Now, I'm gonna get to a few things. First and foremost, uh, Canelo 
Callum Smith. Listen, I really didn't want to do the fight then. You know, the holidays kind of gave me an excuse because I remember speaking about this years ago and I remember saying this for a period of time. Like Canelo as a fighter, really do. He's an exceptional fighter. Sharp, smart, very relaxed. He's great at what he does. But I always, you know, I started saying, I think he's going to use his weight thing to his advantage. And people are trying to, you know, they're going up and down and wait. And I was like, he, 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 he seems like he's wasting his prime by not actually fighting the people that he should be, that he could be fighting to make his name bigger, to be the biggest name in boxing because he's not to me. And I didn't like the Callum Smith fight when it was made because of all the other people he could have fought. And this is the problem. He has people who can challenge him at 60, at 68, and even at 75 if he does that. But he doesn't really take on, I would say, even the top three most threatening fighters. You know, that's my issue. So, um, Benavidez is talked. Belanga is not talking. Charlo is talking. Andre is talking. You know, and I and I get, you know, the Triple G's not, I, I get, we're past that. I get that. But all of the other fighters, I mean, Billy Joe Saunders is talking. It's like, what are you doing? Just up, down, up, down, up, down. Because he originally said I could fight at 60 and 68. That's my thing. And I don't see him trying to go down to 60 to fight the top fighters at 60 because I feel like he's going to go back to 60 and feel like he needs a tune-up against a good name but not necessarily a great fighter at the particular point. And he's going to do the same thing at 68. And it's like, this is his weight thing that bothers me. Did he, did he, def, he definitely fought his butt, butt off in a fight with Smith. Is he, Smith didn't pressure him. Like, Smith was going backwards the whole fight. Canelo was going forward the whole fight. It was like he just got bullied by a better fighter. And Canelo's a better fighter, even though Callum Smith was undefeated. You know, supremely better fighter. And to take on these fighters who, in my opinion, they don't, necess- they don't have the confidence to say that they're in the same class as Canelo. They lose before they even fight. And they're fighters who don't believe that about themselves. So I have a problem with it. Now... Uh, moving forward with Garcia versus Luke Campbell. Everything in this fight points to Ryan Garcia winning. It's in Dallas. He's got a, he's got the home field advantage, right? He's more confident. Uh oh, the messages, the messages. Sorry about that. He's got the home field advantage as far as the fights are concerned. Then, he's more confident probably. You know, he the height advantage he has, I think he has a reach too, if I'm not mistaken, because he's 5'10", Luke Campbell is 5'9". The only thing about this fight that makes it dangerous, because this is not an easy fight, this is a very dangerous fight for Ryan Garcia, because 
Luke Campbell has seen better. Like, he's lost three fights. But two of them were to Lomachenko and Jorge Linares. Now, in my opinion, when he fought Jorge Linares and when he fought Lomachenko, they were way better than Ryan Garcia is at this particular point. So, he's fought better competition. But the question is, is he game for this youth and lion uh, that's coming at him? Personally, I think Garcia's going to blow through him. You know, and even if it does, even if he, if it's close in the beginning, you got to remember the Texas rules where, in a sense, um, and, I th- and I don't think it's just the WBC, where the first three rounds, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll tell you the score. Whether he's, Garcia won the first three or losing the first three, I'm pretty sure if they ask, Cameron's going to be down three to zero, unless he gets to like a knockdown in one of the first three rounds. So that's, the issue. Uh, so if that's the case, you know, he's going to have to put himself in a dangerous situation and he knows that going into it. So this is going to be a great fight, in my opinion. You know, this is a stepping stone because Garcia got to get to bigger and better fights now. He's got to get a belt and this, that, and the third. Because to me, the best prospect is still Berlanga, not Garcia. Even Garcia is a more famous fighter but not probably the best prospect in the sport. There, I would put other, a few people ahead of him, you know. Um, Colbert, you know, like I said, Berlanga. It's, he's coming, though. Um, here's the thing. We would talk about who's the clown of the year also. Oh, and at one point it was the, it's called the Adrian Brown Award because he was doing stuff notoriously back to back to back. And he can definitely win that title this year. Oh, so. <laughs> um, and what I'm about to say is going to suck. Billy Joe Saunders, you know. He's too wild. He can be the clown. Um, I could put Canelo on the clown list for this, not fighting who he should be fighting in a fan's mind. You know, in me as a fan, in a fan's mind. But this year I'm going to have to go with Errol. Because right after, right after, Crawford won, an Arrow won. All of a sudden, you know, Arrow's like, I'm, I'm moving on in a sense. And Crawford, like, man, I ain't going to get to fight. Why are we having all this talk up? Which I think, and sometimes, and the reason I'm calling him a clown is because it's one of those situations where. Even though you say, I would say these fighters are not ducking each other, now it makes it look like they're ducking each other. And I would say more on Earl's side than um, uh, Crawford's side because 
of all the money talk with this need to be and that needs to be. <sighs> you know, Adrian's still there. He up there. <laughs> Billy Joe is still up there. He up there. Canelo's still up there. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it on Arrow this year. You know, and he a dog. And I'm not going to lie, he a dog just like Crawford a dog. But, you know, I think Crawford smells more blood in the water than Arrow does at this particular point. And that's just what it is. Um, and even though, like, the Charlo brothers arguing with each other, <laughs> pre-fighting and getting cool with each other, that's clown stuff, too. I got to say, that's clown stuff, too. But Benavidez coming overweight, clown stuff too. We are stickler for the weight thing. Now, one of the things that 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 that, uh, that is that I don't necessarily like whatsoever. Um, we got trainer of the year's got to be Derrick James with the Charlos, you know, with. Um, with Spence, it was a it was a winning year. You know, definitely a winning year. But you gotta give Tifimo Lopez Pops a lot of a lot of credit. A lot of credit. You know, he deserves a lot of credit. I I just gotta say that. Um now we're gonna get into something a little bit interesting. For me, we we used to do the state of, of boxing. So, what is this year's state of boxing? Since I'm, a, you know, recap 2020 to 2021. So, this is the, the the also state of how I see boxing. How you know at the particular moment, we warned you guys about not taking advantage. Of the opportunity to be the biggest stars when you had the opportunity to. So, even though y'all gonna want to blame Floyd for the exhibition uh, pay per view game, bringing it abroad and to the U.S., now you see YouTubers are making more money than fighters. Well, that's because. You're not doing your job. So, be prepared for more social media darlings to, or, or fighters in different genres like the UFC to hop into the boxing ring and get paid for their athleticism and showmanship because you guys are not making the fights. These young guys who are coming up, Believe you me, I think some of these young guys are going to run off some of the older guys. And the older guys are going to run to fighting UFC fighters and, and, and social media personalities to get a payday. Some of these retired fighters, just like with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, and Mike, and Mike already said he's going to do it again. So don't be surprised if, if Tyson Holyfield comes up down the pike and winds up being... The biggest fight of next year, if not one of the biggest fights of next year. Don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Canelo winds up fighting somebody like Khabib. 
because he hasn't necessarily fulfilled his obligation as, as far as bringing big fights to the uh, zone. If not Khabib, more so probably Conor McGregor. Because Conor McGregor is a bigger draw and can make the the press run just like um, him and Floyd did. He could he could he could carry that fight promotional wise through to be one of the biggest fights of the year. Twenty twenty one will also, in my opinion, be Manny Pacquiao's last year fighting. So if you don't fight him this year, it's over. So between uh, Spence, um, Crawford, and Mikey Garcia, I'm betting Manny's going to fight Mikey. And he's going to go out beating Mikey and ride off into the sunset, which could be one of the bigger fights in the year also, which is going to probably force the Spence uh, Crawford fight. Now you're going to have to see uh, somebody like Tank and Devin Haney. Tank, Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney. You know, Shakur Stevenson is somebody in that mix. You're going to have to see one of those fights with one of the young lines get, to just keep up. Just to keep up. I wouldn't be surprised if 2021, Tevin Farmer and Jojo Diaz run it back. And possibly Tevin Farmer winning and then him and Tank getting into it as like a finally as a grudge match thing. I, I, I could see that because Tevin is one of those people he'll go across the aisle to get it done, you know. But Jojo Diaz is, is, is you know, like a, I'm so glad he won, to be perfectly honest. I'm, you know, I said he was going to be a champion one day and that's, that's what I believe. Taking it that. I think Berlanga is going to win a title sometime next year. That's what I believe. Truck. Simpson. Lorenzo Simpson. Be careful. He's probably going to be on somebody's, because I think he's 175, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I'm like, uh, you know, don't be surprised if you hear that name a few times this year. You know, he might wind up fighting, you know, fighting somebody like, um, Come on, Kovalev. I believe Truck is 175. You know, off the top of my head, that's what I that's what I think. You know, I could be wrong, but you know, the guy like Colbert, you know, is gonna come up. But these older fighters are just gonna have to do something. They gonna have to do something. You know, um, this might be the year where. And it, and it might sound weird that I say this. This might be a year where Sean Porter and Inui might be the biggest names at the end of the year. Because of their fighting style. And because he actually might, you can see Porter possibly fighting Crawford. And Inui is Inui, so you can see him getting in the ring with, with with people in that division and him running through them. So this is a year where I said name wise, they get really, really 
big. And I and I hope so. I really hope so. So let me let me see. Let me see. Yeah, I'm trying to see what what, what, what the truck's weight is. Is it middle? Middle cut middle weight? Cause I wanna make sure. I wanna make sure. Okay, yeah, he's a middleweight. He's a middleweight. Uh, okay, okay, that'll be interesting. I was, I was, I don't know why I was thinking he was like one seventy five. I saw him and he looked bigger than I thought. So he he might make a little move. Sorry about that. Um, that'll be interesting for his come up. Enos definitely. Uh, uh, Ennis, uh, but let me move a little bit further. The lightweight division, you know, Chocotito, Estrada, who am I missing? Quadras. That is going to come back up this year. And you, and for the fight fans who, you know, are kind of not understanding that division in its history in recent years, you're going to be highly entertained. They might take some spotlight from, um, or bring some more spotlight to that division. Let's put it like that. Um, ironically, this might be a put up or shut up year for Gary Russell Jr. Because he's going to have to fight somebody. You know? So we'll see who that is. And that'll be very interesting in itself. Um, the most important thing about 2021, in my opinion, will be hope, hopefully the opening up of the United States and the world because of the pandemic. And when that happens, People are going to be making fights. You're gonna like it's gonna force people to make those big pay-per-views at that time and strike while the iron's hot because people want to get out of the house. So somewhere between I would say May, June ish, um, we're gonna get back to the you know the single day Mayo. Um, Mexican Independence Day fights where they be big. You know, that's my belief. Because they're going to take the the vaccine is going to be out. They're going to have confidence in the country, this, that, and the third. We're going to have to try to open it up, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, if you don't make any big fights from May to New Year's Eve 2021, and you're a big name, you might be finished as far as making a lot of money as a big name because people might get tired of it because all of the other people might have a bigger social media following by that time. So this is going to be great, man. So I'm going to leave it at that. This is where the fighters fight and the fans commentate. And we do it just like that from the cheap seats because we ain't buying no tickets, God damn it. Peace and Happy New Year. Never train killer. Please believe that I'll never be shamed again. Again, I'll be the next heavyweight champion. 
call me crazy, but no one can fake me. I'm the product of the projects, lost me crazy. Throw your hands up, Mr. Bruno. Rob, big Mike Tyson about to brutalize that ass tonight. No hesitation, one of the whole nation. I'll be dead as so bad, I'll probably violate probation. Do demonstration as I strategize information. It's a 